writer, director, mental health advocate, and big fan of the hit show Friends. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm Gabby Dunn. I'm a writer, bi-con, unofficial expert at being bad with money, and I also today chose salad over pizza, so where's my medal? This is Just Between Us, a podcast about brutal honesty, female friendship, and completely unsolicited advice. So you look sad. Well, how can you tell? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe because you've been texting me, I'm depressed at least once a day. Yeah. I am in a depression, like an actual depression, like I'm yes. on medication, not just like circumstantial depression. Although the circumstances are I am going through a breakup. Right. Slash in a breakup. I guess going through implies that like that like things are still happening, but they're not. It's just it's done. It's been a bit of time. Yeah. It's just done. How long has it been? Well, gosh, things started falling apart. I would say end of February. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and that then, late? I thought it was sooner than that. No. This is the fucking internet, and this is being public with your relationship. Is that we hadn't posted together in a while, but I thought like everything's fine, and then people started being like, "You guys haven't posted together in a while, fans. You guys haven't posted together in a while. Are you still together?" And I was like, "Oh my god, that's so funny that we need to be posting together all the time for people to think that our relationship is going well." Because I thought it was. And then uh, on Valentine's Day, we posted pictures together and wrote, "We're not broken up." And then like a week later, we were broken oh, up. Oh no! So that's what we call it, jinx. <laughs> like you don't want to think that the fans can sniff stuff out about like your life, but then they can. Yeah, or, you know, shit happens. Well, you do it. Like, if you see, you can oh, pick I'm up an, clues. I'm an incredible detective. Yeah, you're a detective. Like, you can pick up clues on social media where, like, someone will post a photo with, like, a blue background and you'll be like, they're divorced. <laughs> like, it's like, I don't know how. I just assume everyone's divorced. <laughs> so, I, like, had one breakup in 2016 where I immediately fell apart. This one has been slow. Like, mm -hmm. I'll, like, cry for, like, an hour and then I'll be like, I'm fine. Right. Or, like, I'll go through, like. You know, I'll, like, have a week where I, like, won't think about it. And then I'll have, like, a day where I, like, won't think about anything else. And then I'm just, like, sobbing. Like, yeah. it's it's broken. It feels like uh, the breakup is happening in little pieces. That's well, going on for longer. I think that the 2016 breakup was very sudden. And yeah. this, you kind of, there was writing on the wall. Plus there was, like, talk of a break. Then there was talk of a breakup. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't like the rug was pulled out from under you in the same way. I thought, oh, we'll get back together. Right. And then, and then things have happened where it's like, oh, we're not going to get back together. Which I think is for the best. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm sorry, but I just, I truly believe that there's a better fit out there for you. I also, after the, speaking of better fits, <laughs> uh, after the 2016 breakup, I was on just a fuck fest. Right. And then, and then... I remember it fondly. Don't, yeah, right? <laughs> a lot wow. of daily updates. Yeah, what a... Just was like, on, what a tear. Because um, I don't know, I don't know if you know, but I have uh, a, the sort of charm that allows me to be like, hello, would you like to fuck? And then people go, yep. I, I've heard, <laughs> I've heard rumors of this, but I personally can't believe it. Oh, uh, it's like... You are like the least sexual person to me alive. That, but you've been in rooms with me with people who have been like, that's crazy that you think that. I guess. Where like other people that we know are like, 
Really? That's like her whole vibe. Maybe that's why we've sustained is because I you're find immune you to it. I find you sexless. Yeah, you're immune to it. Yeah. This Do you time, find me sexful? Huh. Sometimes. Oh, yeah. Wow. Sometimes. Depending on how tight my pants are. Yeah, I love to be surprised. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love to like be like, oh, what a low cut shirt Allison's got on today. Like I love a good surprise. But now this time around, I don't want that. I think that's maturity. Is it? I think because you don't feel like you've learned that like the quick fix doesn't help. It's a short-term solution, and so it, it kind of, I think, in a lot of ways, like, puts off the healing. Yeah. And instead, you're, like, just focusing on healing right away. I guess so. It feels—because I—after that breakup, what, I had, like, a new a new boyfriend within, like, four weeks and was uh-huh. like, this is the thing, and we're in love, and this is it. Right. Uh, and then also remember that fondly. Spoiler alert: that wasn't that wasn't it. I know, really shocking for me. <laughs> <laughs> and None then, of us saw that coming. What a turn of events! Great guy, but, wonderful guy, but just terrible timing. But I wanted that. I wanted a new person immediately. Mm-hmm. This time around, the breakup, the idea of someone being in my home in the morning, right, seems disgusting. Yeah, I don't want anyone in my house. I don't want anyone near me. I, I've tried to go on dates. I don't like it. Sometimes you need to get back to you and you need to heal and you have like a barrier up. And I think that that's fine. I kind of went through a similar thing a few months ago. Yeah. Where I got hurt and then I was like, no, no, nope. Nope, yeah. nope. No more for me. There's a huge barrier. I don't see if I can't currently imagine a future wherein there's another person in it. That seems crazy. And and if there isn't for a while, that's fine. Blech, you know, well said. Well, this week we have got quite the show coming up. We have one of Gabby's favorite people alive. I'm obsessed with him. Brian Jordan Alvarez will join us in our Tough Questions segment. He's gay, but do you think he wants to marry me? Okay, we're... (laughs) Already backtracking on what you just said, uh, we will be discussing legalizing weed in our topics with an X section. X, X, X. And first, hit it! International question! International question! International question! Esther, England. Esther from England sent a very long email. And let me say, viewers, listeners, audience, I love that you guys care enough to send us an email. Keep it quick, mm-hmm. okay? I, I mean, I, I love a backstory, but also sometimes it makes me not want to read the email. Yeah, just get to your final question. Or if you write a long email, then just put your final question at the bottom in bold. No, put it at top. Oh, at the top, And sorry. say, here's my question in bold. And then you say, if if you want more here's backstory, more here yeah. we go. And then, let's be honest, I have a lot of free time. I'll dive in. Yeah. But just, you know, for pleasantry's sake. Of course. So anyway, Esther sent a a very long explanation that honestly took me a while to understand. But basically, she knows that her other gay friend has feelings for her. They're both queer women. They're both queer women. Okay. And she's like sort of alluded to the fact that she has feelings for her, the friend has, when she's been drunk, but has never said anything sober. And Esther does not return these feelings. And so she's sort of wondering, like, is it her responsibility to like sit her friend down and be like, hey, like... This romantic connection, it's not mutual. I don't have Got feelings it. for you. Okay. Well, I think if you're Complicated, only, huh? No, because I think if you're only doing it while drunk, then you're testing the waters. Mm-hmm. And also, it's a, it makes it uncomfortable because you don't want to hang out with your friend. Like, you're both, like, drinking, having a good time. Then you get to a certain point where you're like, now they're going to 
be kind of romantical towards me. I don't want exactly. that. So and I also do, she thinks that there's an element that like they don't know that many queer women and so they just happen to both be queer. For sure. Yes. And then she doesn't necessarily feel special. I might be extrapolating a little bit. Got it. Uh, but even if she, even if it's not about feeling special or whatever, it, you just know if you're attracted to someone at, the, oh, at a yeah, certain you point do. or not. So if there, if Esther's not attracted to this person, then you, I think you do have to say, hey, like when we're drinking, you get a little handsy. Can we? Oh, okay, so interesting. So you think that you should do it sober and yeah. not and not confront the feelings, but just. But what if it's not handsy? What if it's just been comments? Yeah, I think be like, hey, you're like a, a little extra flirtatious towards me when you're drunk. And like, I, uh, I, I, I just, that makes me uncomfortable. Why? Because Let's I, do a full act okay, out. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, here yeah, we yeah, go. yeah. So okay. you are Esther, I am the friend. Okay. I, I had some stuff I wanted to talk to you about. Um, you know, like we get drunk a lot together as friends, which is so fun. And I like really love hanging out with you. I love uh, hanging out with you too. Thanks. Um, but sometimes when we're drunk, like you get really flirtatious towards me and I just don't re- return that. And I and I don't like, it makes me a little uncomfortable because of the like, you know, we're friends and I just don't want to cross a line. Why, so, don't, why don't you want to cross the line? Because we're friends and I don't feel that way about you. And I think it would be better if we just like stayed as friends. Oh my god, so, that was so direct and honest. Really? Yeah, that was really good. Oh, thank you. I'm, I've broken character. I'm back to Allison. Oh, okay. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine if that's what the girl said. <laughs> she was just like, "Wow, really? Thank you for letting me down so well." <laughs> <laughs> because also, then it'll keep. It might keep that girl from meeting someone that she could actually be with if she keeps thinking that door is open. If in her mind she's like, "Oh, maybe one day this will happen." That's so interesting because my instinct is always, "Don't hurt them." Right, so a part of me you is like you have to hurt them so they grow. I know you're right because a part of me is like, well, like, you know, you could just never say anything, and then and then like, unless, or I or I would like wait it out until it happens again, and then maybe say something in the moment instead of like, yeah, but, but you are right. You, you have remember. to yeah, you have to do a sober talk because also like then you're you're you hurt them so that they can get over it so that they can meet the love of their life. That's how I mean my my breakup that I had in uh, 2017 where it was like. I love that we just refer to them by year. By year. That's what we've got to do. And you guys better be keeping track of it. I know. So 2016 was the bad one for Gabby. Yeah. In 2017. Eh. Uh, but I, but that was a person who made me really, really happy. Yeah. But I knew that they could be with someone that liked them way more. It wasn't a mutual yeah. relationship. So I was like, let me let this person go so they can like grow and be – and be like with some, be like with someone who is the best for them. Oh, I definitely think once you're in a relationship with someone, the rules are different. I'm just, I'm just always wary of hurting people's feelings. Like when we're not even that, when we're not there, when it's not, when you don't have that obligation to yeah. be brutally honest because you're not in a relationship. Well, I've had people. I had one person who I wasn't. I was sometimes I flirt out of like boredom. Who doesn't? So there was, like, a person that I would just, like, flirt with that I was, like, had no intention of of doing anything. Mouth it to me. No, you won't. It's a hard name. I'll have to tell you off air. Oh, okay. But so then – but that person takes flirting seriously, whereas, ah. like, I don't. Mm-hmm. So they were, like, hey – uh, they said like, hey, I actually like, I, I, you know, they said basically a similar thing of like, we're friends and like, I don't want to like cross a line or whatever. And I was like, oh, and I was like, oh my God. Okay. Yeah. No problem. Like my personality is very flirtatious. So I'm so sorry. Like I will dial it back to where you're comfortable. And he was like, thank you. And that was it. Oh, wow. But like, it just. Did that hurt your ego? 
Well, a little bit because I was like, not hurt my ego, but I was a little bit like, oh, but that's just like how you talk to people. But it's, but that's what I'm saying for Esther. If, that if Esther person is ha- un- uncomfortable, yeah. she needs to say she's uncomfortable because I don't want to keep talking. I didn't want to keep talking to this guy in the way that I do if it was making him uncomfortable. Absolutely. That's about him and what he's comfortable with. His boundaries. And his boundaries. So like Esther has to like say her boundaries because otherwise the other person will just keep blowing past them, you know? This was this was a really good advice, Gabby. Thank you. I have a lot of um I have a lot of experience in drunkenly flirting with people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well I hope that that helped it a little bit, Esther, and good luck on your conversation with her. I hope that she takes it well and that you guys can remain friends. And if not, you'll find another friend. Okay. <laughs> if you want to submit your international question, send it to justbetweenuspod at gmail.com. That's just between us, P-O-D, at gmail.com. Now we have to go to one of those fancy commercial breaks, but stay tuned because coming up is Tough Questions with our special guest. Just between us. Hey! Just between us. Welcome back to Just Between Us. Now it's time for the juiciest, most scandalous, controversial segment known to all of podcasting, Tough Questions. I would argue Tough Questions isn't even the most scandalous topic on our show. You're right. Okay. (laughs) Our guest is uh, very exciting to me. Uh, And uh, me. And to you. Yes. Well, newly. We'll get into that. Um, So uh, it's Brian Jordan Alvarez, who's the creator of my favorite show of all time uh, the whole gay and wondrous life of Caleb Gallo Thank and then uh, actor on Will and Grace and also has his own uh, YouTube videos aside from Caleb Gallo and a fantastic Christmas movie called Grandma's Gold oh Grandma's Gold. yes <laughs> Grandmother's Gold yes um, what, is, what is that it's a movie it's a feature film on it's YouTube it's a feature film free. on YouTube you made yeah. it yes uh, yeah, yeah. oh wow yeah. I'm blushing. I feel okay. Look, okay, so this is what happened. This is what happened. I said I I wanted to book you because I'm obsessed with you, and then I said uh, I'm obsessed with you. Oh, but it's not the same. And then <laughs> and then I was like, um, and then Allison was like, oh, who's that? And I was like, okay, you have to watch this web series. But if you don't like it, don't tell me because I'll be furious. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I, I love like, that Caleb is, like yeah. inspires that kind of allegiance. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was yeah. like, if you don't like it, we cannot be friends. Yeah. And also, you should know I don't like most. Things. She hates everything. Okay. And I also, I have to say, don't trust Gabby's taste. Exactly. Oh, okay. So uh, so then this is the text I received. Oh, my God. Brian Jordan Alvarez is a genius, and I'm going to be so scared to meet him. Oh. And I said, did you watch Caleb Gallo? It's life-changing. And she said, I am in love with him. There is so much to process. I am overwhelmed. Oh, <laughs> you guys are amazing. Yeah, The Gay and Wondrous Life of Caleb Gallo is a five-episode uh, show I made, and I put it for free on YouTube. Um, we had a really uh, cool investor, but we made it for cheap. But we we had somebody uh, invest in it named Justin Burns, who was like this great angel investor. And we had this amazing DP, Matt Lynn, uh, and just this genius cast of actors who were my friends. And and I I kind of wrote the show, you know, loosely based on our our lives and or you know just it was it's about actors in LA. But something about it, I mean, it, it's funny to hear about it, and it makes me so happy. And and being part of it, uh, getting to have made that is like humbling because in a way I I don't know how that happened. I, I don't find it 
I don't find it recre- readily recreatable. I know that like other things yeah. will come in life, but I, I look at Caleb and I'm like, oh yes, this show is, it's fine. You guys should watch it by the way on YouTube, youtube.com slash Brian Jordan Alvarez, or you can just type in the gay and wondrous life of Caleb Gallo. Gallo is spelled G-A-L-L-O on YouTube, but it's, it was lightning in a bottle. It was like, it was like, oh, this, when I see it now, I go, this is more than the sum of its parts. And uh, and I don't think any of us – we all had a really magical feeling when we were making it, but I don't think any of us knew how how big it was going to be. And it's it's been cool to be part of something that you don't really – you don't even understand it. You're just like, oh, well, th- thank you for, for, <laughs> for letting that happen in my life. You know? I don't know. Yeah, I wonder if it's because a lot of the people I show to are queer. Sure, and I sure. think just by who I've chosen to be in my life. And I think like... Happy to be here anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was the other thing. I was like, is she going to get it? Because mm-hmm. she's straight. I, I wasn't sure. Yeah, but there's a lot of straight there characters straight in the show. In yeah, yeah. Yeah. You They're have representation in, yeah, representation in Karen. So. <laughs> but yeah, so like you got to throw at least one straight character yeah, in for yeah. representation. Yeah, for but, rep. but yeah, so like I, it, it's so um, like there's so much gay about it that mm-hmm. is, but just yes. like under the surface gay or like almost like inside jokes that you didn't know yeah, were Anto- part of the community. Right. Antonio, who played Benicio, put it well once when he was like, the way the show is, is queer. He's yeah. like, it's a queer show even in, even in the way it delivers itself. Yeah. You know? When did you start making stuff on, on YouTube or what was it like to be like, okay, I'm going to put stuff on YouTube? I started a YouTube channel in like 2008, which is like right around when they were starting. And so I think I had this experience where there's a certain point at which I was auditioning for a lot of stuff. And then I heard this Mark Duplass South by Southwest keynote uh, speech from 2015, where he was like, you should be making movies with your friends on the weekend. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, I really should do that because I know how to – I've been like playing with cameras since I was a kid and like making little movies. So then by the time I was an adult, I kind of knew how to, at least on a basic level, make movies. Mm-hmm. I realized, I was like, oh, other people don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. They like don't know how to make a shot look like normal or they, you know, they don't know you have to pick up good sound or these these things that I just learned along the way. And I was at film <laughs> school in my first production class and I remember having to call my friend to ask how to turn the camera on. Yeah. Aww, right. You're exactly. a writer. Yeah. But I was also in film school. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's it's, it's stuff yeah. like that that I like take for granted. Where I'm like, yeah, yeah, can't you know, you want this kind of lens and this and but even more than that, it's that you've developed a, a voice. Oh, thank like, you. You know, yeah. that's the hardest. Because, like, you can learn the technical stuff, like, right. in school or in a class. But it's like, then what do you say with it? And I feel like you figured out what you wanted to say. Yeah. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Did you know that in when you were making stuff in – or when you started the channel in 2008 or – Well, yeah. It's, it's funny. Okay. So, so in 2008 – you know how now you can just get your hands on an amazing like SLR camera yeah. and it's like you could it, for like a thousand dollars or something. Mm-hmm. In 2008, th- those cameras like Canons and stuff were not – I don't know if it was 2008, but they weren't quite doing video yet or they were just starting to do video. So you would like – so to buy a viable like video camera took like – 40,000 or something uh, prohibitive. So so I had this Canon digital SLR camera and I was like, well, this looks like how movies look, mm-hmm. but it only takes photographs. So I did this thing where I would 
I would hold the button down and let it take three photographs a second and then make people act in slow motion. And I started making these. And you can dig back in my channel and find these old time stop films that I used to make. So I was putting those on YouTube when I was like 20, like 20 or 19 or whatever. And uh, yeah, and so my, and then those just sat on my YouTube channel for a long time. But then by the time I came back to it in 2015 or 2014, I already had like, over a thousand subs or something that helped me be like, well, there's already people watching like this. Like motivating. Yeah. Yeah. So then I started putting <laughs> stuff on there and 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 uh, a sketch I made called What Actually Happens When Gay Guys See Other Gay Guys and Straight People Aren't Around. Yeah. was my first to go really viral. Mm-hmm. And then I know, Caleb came after that. I know them all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and like, so what do you think, like what was the feedback of like why this stuff was resonating? Because I think a lot of it is too, like you're not going to see – or at least when Caleb Gallo came out or, or any of your videos were coming out, it sure. wasn't like there was a, a lot of content, like queer content, or mm -hmm. there wasn't like a lot of stuff that provided the sort of inside jokey type stuff about yeah. like the one of like a uh, gay guy seeing lesbians with like Stephanie Ritter and oh, yeah. like that. I was like, oh my God. It's <laughs> Do you so like specific. that? I love it. Okay, and it's good. like so specific, but like yeah. there wasn't, you know, is the, is the feedback sort of saying that, that like, oh, there isn't really like, this is the gay content that we deserve. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, people were just really responding to it. I mean, you know, I, I'm I'm gay, so I was just like making the jokes that came to mind, mm -hmm. and just I, I guess a lot, like a lot of them were, were like gay, you know, gay. Basically. Well, yeah, but I feel like if yeah, that's yeah. your, I don't know, I feel the same way. Like if that's your life, that's kind of what. Yeah. That's sort of what comes out when exactly. you're like, what's what funny? Out. What's funny about dating? What's funny yeah. about like your friends? And there's a lucky thing about YouTube where you don't have to go through like a notes process, yeah. so you can really directly deliver whatever joke you think is funny, you mm -hmm. know, which is a an awesome gift, really. Do you think that it's helped you with your acting career having started on YouTube? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It has. Yeah. I mean, I I'm on Will and Grace now, and I like it's like my favorite place on earth to be and I just want to give everything I can to that already amazing show. It's like literally a show that has made the world a better place, you know. And uh What and, was your process of getting that role? Uh well, it was like a, it was a traditional audition process, but it's it's just funny that you asked about like Caleb or YouTube because Max and David who make Will and Grace had at some point during the process seen Caleb Gallo and and they and they liked the work and I think it I mean, I, you never know what really influences casting, but I think just the fact that I have a a voice in the community and I've I've uh, contributed made a made a difference. I can't imagine watching more than two minutes and not going. I want to put him in something. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, That's because so there's sweet. such a there's such a naturalness to it, and I feel like especially on YouTube. That's missing. I think mm -hmm. that like YouTube acting is very sketchy and mm -hmm. over the top. And right, to like right. see a more like grounded, natural performance. Even it, not that the characters are like unenergetic. No, like the yeah. characters are the characters have so much flair to them, but yeah. it's still like you're like, Oh, I've met this person before. Yeah. That's what's so weird. It's so not grounded in reality at all. Mm -hmm. But then you're like, No, this is really happening. Oh, yeah, or like you just yeah. believe the you believe the people exist yeah because that's how people are instead of like yeah. i'm performing how a guy on youtube would perform yeah you know i love that yeah we work i mean we we the, the, they're great actors everybody who's on that show and and we we really work to make the performances real while the writing is pretty like out there so i think that that combo is cool because it's like yeah it's surreal on some level yeah but then the the performances are pretty pretty grounded yeah did you write all of the episodes or was it just like 
did you work with the people on it or I did no yeah I wrote, I wrote everything uh I had um my friend Austin Dale who's a great writer uh punched up I think episodes 4 and 5 he just like improved some jokes and helped me with structure in some places but but I definitely yeah I, I sat down and wrote those things on a lot of coffee and Red Bull if I'm honest <laughs> which is why I thought they moved so fast it was going to so be fast. way more scandalous I know. than that I thought you were going to be like on heroin yeah yeah <laughs> exactly. a lot of yeah no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sober. So I'm like, I'll be nine years sober in May, which is very cool. Oh, that's awesome. Thank Congratulations. You. But so caffeine to me, I like think of it as this big drug. I'm like, well, I had a Red Bull last night. So. Red Bulls are actually crazy. I've never had one. They're what? You've yeah, never they're had wild. one? I'm so afraid of them. They seem nuts. Yeah, really? d- well, don't. Yeah, it's don't. It's also taste yucky. No, they taste great, which is the problem. So now we're going to move on to my favorite segment of the show called Hypotheticals. Where I give you hypotheticals, you pick an answer, and then I tell you why you're wrong. Oh, oh, oh wait. Tell me one more time. <laughs> it's <laughs> no, not you gonna, heard it correctly. You heard it right, and it's not going to make sense. Okay. You're always going to tell me I'm wrong. Well, no we're going to go on a journey. We'll okay, okay. So Allison's going to give us hypothetical situations. We're going to say what we would do or what we think the person should do, and then usually we will be wrong. Okay. Maybe you could be right. Today's a different day. Our first show is America's favorite game show, Would You Stay With This Cheater? Okay, so I'm going to give you a scenario and then you decide if you're going to stay with that cheater or not. Okay. Ready? Here we go. Woo! (laughs) Wait, do we answer at the same time? We think think about it. We mull it over. Oh, oh, okay. There's loose rules. Okay. You find out your significant other has been sending masturbation tapes to all of your friends, but they're getting paid for them through Venmo. It's not a set rate, but a suggested donation. Would you stay with this cheater? Ma- oh, okay. They're sending what? masturbation yeah. tapes yeah. Are they of solicited? themselves. Of themselves, yeah. They're solicited. The pe- the friends wanted. Oh them. yeah, this would not bother me. No, no. Okay, but you didn't That's know about it. Cheating. You didn't know about it. But you didn't know about oh, it. Oh, oh, and so all of my friends. Yeah, to your, your friends. friends. Oh, and well, if my oh oh. And they send it, and they're like, "Hey, here's a video of me masturbating. If you want to send a donation, please do." Oh, so it's unsolicited masturbation yes. videos. Well, that's oh, that's not, not okay. okay. Well, that's that's not the that's your issue. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. That's a no, big okay, issue. I'm, actually, I misspoke. The pe- she's, they send uh, they send a message. They saying, send the hey, offer would first. You, yeah, would you like to see a video of me masturbating? <laughs> all of your friends say <laughs> yes. All of your friends because this significant yes. other is so hot. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then you, and then they send a suggested donation. I would be donation. jealous. I would be jealous. And none of your friends brought this to your attention. Um, no, eventually they did, and that's how you know. Oh, okay. But it went on for six months. Okay, and your significant other has never brought it up to you. mad at my friends. Yeah, your friends are assholes. <laughs> this whole, I mean, everyone is against you in this, everyone is conspiring to have. They thought that you were have... cool with it, because you guys are, like, sex positive and stuff. Oh, but they didn't well, run it by you, but right. sex positive doesn't mean you get to, you yeah, don't yeah. have to run stuff by you. Can't you can't lie, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. what would you do? You break? Would you break up with that person? We would talk it out. I, think we I would, would be like, be let like, me watch all the videos. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they if I was really No, they wouldn't let you watch them. It's too private. Well, that oh, would, then well I would then. get very mad. Yeah. yeah. Why? Are they <laughs> masturbating onto a picture that says, I hate Gabby? Yeah. No, it's I just like, not. it's a side of them they've never shared with you. That doesn't even make sense. Yeah. I mean, you're setting it up where eventually <laughs> we have to break up with this person because at every turn they're being awful. Fine. You can stay with them, but you should know that they are in a married to someone in England. Wait, what? <laughs> You're just making this up. No, they've been married to someone in England this whole time, and they've been raising the money so that they can bring that person to America. So they don't okay. even like you? Yeah, no. so we're breaking up. Yeah. yeah. No, you said point. you'd stay together. You guys are together. <laughs> okay. No, but then they dump me eventually? No, no. 
you just have you just all live with this maybe this, a thruple yeah a thruple. A, it becomes a thruple yeah yeah here's our next would you stay with this cheater are we ready yeah, yeah. You find out your significant other has been having a secret affair with your identical twin. <laughs> but they say they only did it because they can't get enough of you. Would you stay with this cheater? No, no. Allison, you're I a fucked up person. <laughs> How do you think of this? Well, because I get emails from our producers being like, please send in your hypothetical questions so I have to sit on my couch and come up with this stuff. Wow. Okay. It's a burden. Um, I'm going to say... <sighs> I'm going to say we break up. Yeah, I'm leaving. Yeah. But they, but they make your twin pretend to be you the whole time. Still not into it. Also, why is the twin doing it? Because they have the hots for your SO. Okay. Wow. For them, it's emotional. Oh, the twin is in love. Yeah. Well, that's sad. I don't want to, you know, twins over. <sighs> yeah, hose. this is a rough situation. <laughs> yeah. so Feelings are going to get hurt. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to break up with them. And then I assume they marry the twin. Yeah, yeah. Right? I'm gonna be like, well, if you guys want to be together, yeah. But why? I? Because this is my identical twin, right? It would make me really insecure. I'd be like, well, what is it about me? Right? They must have it something. It was your looks. What? <laughs> well, yeah. Now I'm out. I mean, I am out. All right, that's fine. They end up, um, they end up tragically dying at sea, and you never got to say goodbye. Oh my god! The significant what other are they dies doing at sea. At sea? Yeah. Yeah, they what? went on a trip to get over you, and then they and are then they, they, they died. Yeah, little... it was a huge ship. It was a national tragedy. Actually. <laughs> oh my god! Like a carnival cruise. Yes. Ex- when was exactly. the last time one of those sank? Never. Well, coming up. <laughs> yeah, upcoming. Okay, so here's our next brand new game. Are you ready? Yeah. yeah. Entitled "What Would AOC Do." Okay. So imagine Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know who I'm talking You're about. Cortez. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Yeah, as if she was our Jesus. Which okay, to got me, it. Honestly, she is. She is. Sure. So this is called What Would AOC Do? Ready? Okay. You are very late for a job interview, but on your way, you drive by a person sprawled out in the middle of the road. Okay. It's unclear what happened and they might just be taking a nap. You're running late. What would AOC do? Ooh. Is this also based on our lives? <laughs> yeah, we did find we someone did, in the street we once. We did save someone's life who was oh laying in the God. middle of the street one we time. We save her life. Yes, we did. We she called was, 911. She was fine. We called 911 for her. But she wasn't going to die if we didn't call 911 You don't know. Okay. This person's in the road? Okay, yeah, yeah. They're in the road, but they, they have a pillow. <sighs> I think we got to oh, stop. Oh, wait a minute. Once there's a pillow. Oh, then they're taking a nap? Then they're, but it's well, unsafe. Well, they're, they're, they're like choosing... To be there. Because sometimes You're people are in the road. You're very late for your job interview. But I'm saying which is then you, very important. But when you go in, you can say, sorry, this crazy thing happened to me. They I won't believe to... you. What? How do you Because you're a know? known liar in this scenario. <laughs> oh, my God. What a terrible thing to be a known liar. I know. What do you mean I, known I would hate liar? I to be a liar. A known liar. You know how some people are a known coward? You're a known liar. No, have you never? Do you not know? I know I know a couple of known liars. I, I know mean, like yes. pathological liars where it's like a but sickness. so known that your potential job interview knows you're a liar? Absolutely. So why are they giving you the job interview? You're very good at what you do. <laughs> oh, wait. It's an interview? Yeah. Th- wait. Yeah, they don't know you're interview. a liar yet. They it's do. just an interview. They do know because yeah, it, somebody's like. Like, I've got this girl. Friend. Yeah, yeah. Right. Wow. Like, she's a known liar, but she could be great. So then, <laughs> so then if you go in and you say this story, it'll it'll fulfill what they already think, which is that you're tall tale. You're making up tall tales. So you got to like just. So now you're like, you got to. You know, I would like to stop and, and see if this person is okay. That's I would what stop. I would like to do. They're a serial killer. You're dead. Come oh on. I know. But it, that doesn't was happen, their trap? it doesn't happen right away. You fall in love with them. Come on. And six months later, they push you off a bridge. Oh, my God. But oh my God. everyone thinks you just fate your own death because 
known liar. Come on! Oh. So no one even grieves for you. Uh, wow. Allison! Wow. These are getting progressively darker. I know. I've run out of fun ones. So actually, if you stop and you help this person, uh-huh. they blow you. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. And you get the job. Okay? <laughs> Damn. And that's what AOC would do. That's yeah. what AOC would do. Yeah, oh, my God, Allison. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this ride. Was of this course. what you expected it to be? This was way better than I could have ever hoped for. <laughs> this was incredible. Do you think you'll take these games with you to parties? Like, will you stay with this cheater uh, and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to format this into a really lucrative television show and pay, oh. pay you guys actually all of the profits. Oh, okay. Great. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's you didn't think it was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, in a way, this was a job interview. Right. And everyone got blown. <laughs> Okay, well, where can we find you? Oh, yeah. So, actually, very important. I um, So, <laughs> around Thanksgiving, I was like, I'm doing a social media cleanse. And I should have just deactivated my Instagram, but instead I deleted it. Mm-hmm. So, I lost all my followers. So, now I have the same Instagram handle, Brian Jordan Alvarez, uh, B-R-I-A-N-J-O-R-D-A-N-A-L-V as in Victor, A-R-E-Z as in Zebra. But uh, but it's if back. you followed I had to him, start from zero. Yeah, you need to you need to like, follow me again. Literally, Gabby, number one fan, Gabby Dunn did not did not follow Brian because I didn't know because she thought she already followed me exactly. <sighs> and then youtube.com slash Brian Jordan Alvarez. Uh, let's see, twitter.com slash Brian Jor Alvarez. Yeah, check it out. And uh, and watch Will and Grace on NBC yes. Thursday nights at uh nine thirty eight thirty Central. And let's try to get, how many uh, followers did you have on Instagram before? I had 30K before. Okay, so every person listening to this better follow Please, <laughs> please, you guys. I need it. I'm so embarrassed. Gabby, oh, you're doing Gabby, great. Gabby, you made it through. You did really well. I'm yeah. sweating. I know you were so nervous. I'm fully sweating. <laughs> Everything's fine. I did I this. seem normal? You did really good. Right? I thought you actually had real grace. Thank you. Because it really could have very... You very graceful. Thank you. Yeah, it really yeah. could have easily turned into that Chris Farley character of like, do you remember when you did this? That was so cool. <laughs> and then that would have been the end of the interview. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. Stay tuned because coming up next, we're going into topics with an X. And we'll be talking about everyone's favorite topic, marijuana. Wow. <laughs> it's really just Allison's favorite topic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Just Between Us. It's time for Topics with an X. So this week, uh, the topic is legalizing marijuana. So you love weed. I love weed. So when we started our journey together Mm -hmm. on the YouTube channel, people thought, Gabby, drugs, drinking, the whole shebang. Allison, sober. Yes. And... Then slowly over the last year, you've become more comfortable because our biggest secret was that you were the pothead. Right. We I held that close to my chest for years. I know. And now you're like so out about it. Because it's legal now. Well, okay. So like, yeah, explain because there was this thing where you didn't want to be out about being a pothead on the channel for a while. Right. I think, okay. So growing up, let me take you back. <laughs> Please. Growing up, I didn't ever break rules, really, mm-hmm. and um, I tried to behave well, and I mean, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, because you like rules. And I just feel really guilty if I do anything wrong. I also, like, care a lot about my parents' opinion of me, and they didn't know that I smoked weed, and mm-hmm. so that was, like, a really big thing. Um, like, it felt like a coming out to them. 
obviously I'm not gonna touch that with a 10 foot pole but yeah <laughs> I mean that was a joke oh god that's the end of my career um, canceled canceled um but it like I you know I have a I have anxiety and um I don't drink because I don't like the taste even mm-hmm. though as we both know super fun drunk Allison drunk is the best person I've ever met in my life uh, and she's I've seen her four times yeah <laughs> Oh, what a joy that girl is. I know. It's really my best self. But um, I, yeah, I, I mean, I my journey with weed also started, like, I wasn't, I, I would smoke, like, recreationally. I would only smoke with other people. I, like, I never had my own weed. And, mm-hmm. you know, so, like, that's an easier thing to, like, not really, like, identify with. Mm-hmm. And then um, after my breakup of 2016, mm-hmm. I think that's about, no, my breakup of 2017, I think that as a coping mechanism, I, you know, like, the way like some people need to just like pop a Xanax like mm-hmm. I just like really needed to smoke and so um I was started smoking every day for the first time and you know honestly it really helped <laughs> yeah so like when I would say to people oh actually Allison's a stoner and I don't really smoke they would be like actually that makes a ton of sense she really? has anxiety she has mental health issues like it actually makes a ton of sense that she would this would not affect her in a way that was negative but would actually like make her function mm-hmm and I think that's what people don't understand about, like, using weed in a way that isn't just, like, a party drug. Yeah, and also, honestly, it's great for me as a party drug mm-hmm. because I don't drink, you yeah. know? So sometimes it can be, like, a little boring to be at these things and I'm completely sober and everyone else is, like, drunk or and wasted and, mm-hmm. you know, like, I like it's, it's better for me if I can just smoke a little bit and then be at a party and um, – And for social situations, if you have social anxiety. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. It's just not bad for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, the, obviously there are elements that are bad, like inhaling, like I smoke joints, and mm-hmm. so inhaling the paper isn't great, and yeah. like, you know, um, just the act of like putting anything into your lungs probably isn't isn't the best. Sure. And of course, as with anything, moderation. Yes. So right. I'm not like smoking eight joints a day, right. like if I was like addicted to cigarettes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, there's... You don't really get addicted to it. I mean, mm-hmm. I think you can in a psychosomatic way where – Yes. You're, you got, like, you're not physically you're addicted. You're not physically addicted to yeah. it. It's it's not like a lot of extra calories. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like no extra calories. It may, may make you eat a bunch of extra right, calories. Right. But that sort of comes to your own self-control. <laughs> um, and honestly, for me, like learning that it's okay to say that I'm a stoner has been a journey. <laughs> I know. You were really – because you were very nervous about judgment from people and about your parents. And then like uh, I think it just didn't fit in with your brand, like what people right. thought of you because they thought of you as like the good girl – well, I'm trying to do it because I think that it needs to be destigmatized. And mm-hmm. I think that what is so crazy to me is that I have seen alcohol destroy so many people's lives. Yep. And I have seen weed destroy no one's. Yeah. Like, weed wasn't my dad's problem. I'll tell you that. Exactly. But, like, so the so my my dad was an alcoholic and an addict and a, and a gambler. And the gambling stuff is, is illegal. And then the uh, cocaine, illegal. And then uh, the alcohol, fully legal. Right. And that was, like, his biggest problem and led to the other stuff. Yeah, I've dated multiple people with with alcohol issues, probably alcoholics. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and, like, there's this level of that it's accepted. Like, it's, you know, like, you can go hang out with, like, your boyfriend's parents. And if you get a glass of wine, then that's, like, totally normal. But if I, like, pull out a joint, it's like, whoa, she's crazy, you know? Exactly. But that's, like, what we need to work against. And also there's just so many health benefits to weed. Mm -hmm. And it is just, like, it – 
it is so helpful to so many people from like anxiety to cancer to MS to seizures. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's really unbelievable. And I think that like I I'm trying to be more vocal about it and supportive about it because I want it to become legal like federally and like yes. also ugh, then you're not supporting drug cartels in Mexico right. because you're taxing it and it's I can't get involved in how we're fucking up not taxing weed and prostitution. No, you're, I mean, no. This is my main thing that I talk about. And legalizing sex work are huge for Allison. (laughs) That's all I talk about and all I care about. (laughs) Yeah, and so, I mean. We wouldn't have a deficit. Okay. (laughs) What's funny is we've totally flopped where these are your pet projects. And I'm like, guys, taxes are out of control. (laughs) Uh, I'm a Republican. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. But, so, I mean, I think, um. I think it's been so helpful for you in terms of like relaxation and shutting down your your thrumming anxiety. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's been like I think it's been helpful because it lets you sleep better. Like you take I it for never sleep. Had like huge sleep issues. Oh really? Yeah, I love to be asleep. Oh, but you but it take helps, it. For it helps sleep. a yeah. lot of people. And honestly, again, much healthier than being like addicted to Ambien. Xanax or yeah, for like, sure. Like, you know, you're not gonna like get up and sleepwalk and do all these weird things that people <laughs> do on Ambien. You're just gonna like maybe have dry mouth. Yeah. That I is mean, a big problem for me though. I get very dry mouth. So what do you do? Um, I try to drink a lot of water and then um cover my face with my hand so that people can't see how that my lip is stuck. Oh, got it. Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? Why? My lip gets stuck to my gums. (laughs) Okay. So why do you think people are so anti-weed? Like, you know, like sometimes we've talked about it on the channel and people are like, but you're a role model, Allison. But then it would be fine if you had like a glass of champagne, like you said, on the channel. So why do you think people are like that? Because we've just been taught that that it's bad. Like Mm -hmm. we've just been like taught that like – to smoke is illegal. We have there's so many people unfairly in jail because of it. Yes. It is a crime in other places. And so of course you're going to view it differently than alcohol if you haven't like sat down and actually thought thought, thought it through. Yeah, and it's also I mean, I think the one of the big roots of why it's not legal is racism. Absolutely. So I mean, that's a huge like systemic obstacle is it's like a you very can, easy way to put people in jail. Yes. So you can go I mean, it's not also it's it's also not just legalizing or de- decriminalizing, but it's like then going retroactively back and people that are in prison for small amounts of marijuana or for, you know, any marijuana crimes that would now be legal, retry like letting them out, a- appealing their cases like, you know, Absolutely. basically. And then what? And then we're paying less to have, you know in taxes for people in jail? Exactly. Well, honestly, if we want to bring up <laughs> my third bi- my, my third big issue, it's the prison industrial complex. I know. <laughs> so me too. And it's all tied fucked. together. Right. It's all super tied together. Exactly. It's so interesting politically to see so many issues that are would actually benefit the people, but those people that it would benefit are against it because of racism. Do you know what I mean? Like, like legalizing weed, like the person who is, uh, you know, having back problems because of their construction job and could actually benefit from uh, weed versus getting addicted to opioids, which yes. is so common. Uh, they're like, no, keep it illegal. Make my life worse, but keep that black person in jail. Like they, the way that a lot of political issues are spun so that the people that would benefit the most from this are just like but, but that's all of american I know. politics that's it's, what i'm saying it's, it's people constantly voting against their own interests correct because they're believing like a bigger narrative or they yeah. they want to be conservative they want to yeah to like like 
portray this idea of conservatism right. that doesn't even exist anymore. And then at the root of all that is racism. Right. So, I mean, I think you got to legalize weed. You got to decriminalize. You got to let all those people out. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, and also, let's have weed in bars. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm really excited for. I'm so excited for when, like, we can, like, just smoke in, like, public places. And, yeah. like, you know, that I can, like, go to drinks with some random dude, but it's, like, a smoking place. Yeah. What are these called that I'm talking about? <sighs> like a high cafe? What is What is? Yeah, this? they have them in Amsterdam. Oh, wow. I can't wait. Yeah, you've never been to Amsterdam. I know. You should go. I will come back. <laughs> <laughs> you should go. Okay, are you inviting me to Amsterdam? What if there was just someone please pay for a show of Allison exploring <laughs> Amsterdam? No, it is. So, and I'm, I'm so curious to see what this conversation will be like in 10 years. Yeah, exactly. Because even just from when we were teenagers to us now living in California. I know. Even when I go home to New York, the way it's talked about is so different than it is in L.A. Yeah. I didn't smoke until college. And I didn't like smoke regularly until um like my mid-20s and i think that's better yeah no i think that it i think there absolutely needs to be an age for sure like what's it called age limit age age restriction age restriction yeah yeah i think that 18 should be the age restriction for weed and also alcohol yes i think it's insane that the alcohol age limit is 21 another thing i'll rally about but actually here's my real thought Alcohol should be illegal. Ban weed should alcohol. should be legal. And weed should be illegal. Imagine what the world would look like. Yeah, I agree with you. Everyone would be so much happier. You don't see people getting so mad on weed. <laughs> <laughs> Get me my cheeseburger! <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, ideal world. Weed is legal, 18 and up. 18 alcohol, and up. Illegal. illegal. Yes, okay. exactly. But I think that there needs to be medical exceptions. Because yes. it's been proven that, like, CBD and things have really helped kids who have, like, um... Seizures, seizures and yeah. yeah cancer and stuff like that for sure right so medicinal weed no limit yeah no age restriction uh recreational weed 18 yeah and that's my letter to congress i love it okay so now is the special time where our producer john comes into the room with us so that we can rate how this episode went i'm on the edge of my seat okay so wrapping up this episode mm-hmm. what did we think how would we rate it you know one to ten zero mm. to five stars what, any had, sort of form. Yeah. Any form. Mm-hmm. Any form. Do you want to go first, Gabby, or should I? How, how are you feeling? Oh, I would rate this episode um, 10 out of 10. Whoa! Mostly because I shocked myself with how good my advice was. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> As I was saying it, I couldn't believe how good I was doing. Yes. Yeah. I was so happy for me. It was very good. <laughs> and also, you had your favorite guest on. I know. I love him so much. I sincerely was sweating. Brian is just a genius, life-changing flawless stunning one of a kind <laughs> like i can't i i can't look at him like, what a it's, good day for you i know it's really horrible and he and every time i'm like i try to act very cool and then out of my mouth comes i'm obsessed with you <laughs> okay john your rating okay um i'm gonna give it a 10 out of 10 puffs whoa, whoa. I like, this is because. the highest rating we've gotten so far <laughs> Because, well, first off, Brian was a treat. We already went into him. But I really think that the conversation about legalizing weed was extremely thoughtful. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Because personally, if I were to hear that a few years ago, I think I would have still been on the fence about how it all went. Like about, really? Yeah. I've, I've changed my, my mind. What are you, a narc? A light. <laughs> yes. Some kind of narc, How'd John? You know? Did you see So why, why would you have been hesitant to legalize it? Um, well, 
I think my perception of weed has changed a lot, and mm-hmm. I didn't know a lot. I think a lot of it had to do with education. Right. So the more I talked to friends who told me the benefits of it and, and in sort of ways compared it to alcohol right. really mm-hmm. changed it for mm-hmm. me. So I think I hit a point a few years ago where I was like, okay, I get it um, as states started to legalize it, but, like, what's in it for me? <laughs> As someone, because I didn't, I hadn't, I hadn't, like, full disclosure, I hadn't smoked much, but then I had some friends who were, you know, had introduced me and, like, kind of, you know, held my hand as I, you know, did some edibles and, you know, smoked a little bit here and there. And now I'm like, oh, I get this. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to do mushrooms with us? Uh, so, uh, <laughs> let me get back to you on that. Gabby likes to push a boundary. Yeah. <laughs> clearly, I do. Clearly. I love to find out what people are nervous about and go hard at it. Yeah. <laughs> if, if mushrooms contributed to my health in some way positively, then no, I'm going to leave it no. there. <laughs> You'll kidding, meet no. God. The last person yeah. I want to do mushrooms with is you, Gabby. I think I'd end up dead. I actually uh, have a reputation of doing mushrooms and becoming very mean. Mm. Oh, which no. is so weird. Mm. That's that's a story for another day. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. unbelievable, folks. We got two ten out of tens. I'm gonna rate it twelve out of ten. Why to one up us? Yes. Um, thank you. <laughs> They're both glaring at me. Uh, Fine. Oh. I rate it no, no, no. ten out of ten. No, I'll rate it nine out of ten because you guys just made me feel bad. <laughs> So it just went down because we gave you glare? Yeah, wow. of course. Wow, <laughs> wow. Fine. Uh, tune in next week for more of whatever that was. Uh, just Between Us is hosted by me, Allison Raskin. And me, Gabby Dunn. Our engineer is Brendan Burns. He also composed our theme music. Our producer is Kristen Torres. Our senior producer is John Asante. Our executive producers are Chris Bannon and Jenny Radelet. Just Between Us is a production of Stitcher. Stitcher.